Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. That's the yes. sound of the police. Is that you, Mark? It is, Carmel. How are you doing? Yay! Hi, Mark. Pleasure? We're great. How's it going? Delighted to hear from you. Likewise. Likewise. By, by the way, I'm just going to put this out there. If anyone follows your dog on Instagram, can you just give us the name of the the page to follow? Jack the King Corso. He put up the most unflattering picture of himself yesterday. Oh, the, oh, the old Jaws. Yeah. He's lying yeah, down. A bit, yeah. <laughs> a bit late for jo- for uh, Shark Week, but uh, um, just missed it by a bit. Yeah. He, he has some weird poses, all right, that's for sure. He does. It's not the most flattering now. If I was a dog, I wouldn't be too attracted. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, maybe the dog is coming out being like, hey, other dogs, don't worry about all those body shaming accounts that are out there. You just be you, flaws and all. He's not a Kardashian. That's, <laughs> That's a good way to put it, yeah. Yeah, so he's just being him, warts and all, and just, you know, <laughs> body positivity for dogs, I think is what he's uh, he's promoting. Um, Mark, listen, before we get into maybe some of the, if anything random has happened to you over the, the last couple of weeks, I wanted to ask your professional opinion on something. Right. You were obviously a special ops policeman who has dealt with a variety of different scenarios and crimes, I imagine. Yeah. I have just finished watching season two of Mindhunter. You're going to be here all night, Mark. Sorry. <laughs> now, I don't know if you've seen, seen Mindhunter, Mindhunter, but it's that series that follows the, the, the FBI's behavioural unit that was developed after interviewing serial killers. Yeah. So I, I often wondered, right, why do, in your opinion, why do you think people are fascinated with all the true crime TV shows and documentaries and podcasts that are out there? Do you have any idea as to why... People are just obsessed with that kind of serial killer and crime and stuff. I think, um, well, a lot of it started with, uh, you know, the, the original shows like Cops, which was really crap. Yeah. And then um, it, it went on to, like, um, SVU, you know, everybody's yeah. addicted to the criminal mind, SVU. And I, I think there is, if you look at any, you're watching uh, Mind Hunters. if you look at any of the killers that they profile on it, like 99.9% of them, are white males, right? Yeah. There's there's very few other ethnicities that partake in such gross uh, crimes and acts of violence. Um, and I think, you know, it's, it's like, I suppose it's the same as asking the question, why do people slow down to look at a car crash? You know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think everyone has it. Uh, what can I see and what can I talk about? So if you look at a lot of these criminals as well, there's an awful lot of them that are copycat criminals. And the people that do survive an arrest are, are their crimes they commit. They go into prison and they generally have a bucket load of people that write to them in prison and ask them to share details. And there's actually others that want to marry them, you know. They're, they're, they're so fascinated by these people and, and what they think is... A lot of them say they were chosen to do it also, a lot of these criminals. Yeah. So um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a freaky group. And, and like I said, it's the majority of it is these males, white males, who've been had some form of abuse in their childhood, you know, or feel that uh, they need to follow a certain sect and do this crap. But, um, yeah, I, I think all the shows like that are, are fascinating because I think people are tired of them. Um, you know, the day-to-day uh, Love Island and The Bachelor and all that, and it's true. It's true stories. So, um, you know, it's it's good TV. I think everyone likes true stories of some kind. But there's a high-profile criminal criminal. I mean, he killed someone here in Dublin. But I heard um, he killed a, a woman, and I heard a lot of people have written to him asking to to go out with him. Really? And yeah, he has had marriage proposals. No, they've way. kind of nearly made him. Like an Some icon. kind of an icon, yeah, yeah, which is terrifying, which is absolutely horrific, actually, because, I mean, I read the book on this this guy, and he's pff, all got, kinds of stuff. Yeah, they, they have a TV show over here now, which launched a while ago, and um, it's a woman who follows these criminals, interviews them, um, and it's basically about it's basically about the women who want to have romantic relationships with them. And it's a whole show they've released here, to sh- and they go and they interview the women, ask them why why they want to do it, um, you know, what intrigues them to to write to these guys and say they want to marry them when they get out. What's the name of that TV show by any chance? Yeah. You know it? <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up. I can't remember. I saw it advertised there a few weeks ago, so I must uh, must watch that. But I'll get it to you for next week. Oh, do it! Yeah, actually, that'd be good. Or, yeah. or even WhatsApp it or email it on. And um, just just out of curiosity, then have have you ever been involved with a case with a serial killer? No, we had, um, last year, we had uh, a guy who picked on um, younger females um, and he basically got them after school um, and we recovered three bodies. One still hasn't been recovered, and he's in D.C. Um, that was the only one I was really involved with. I, I think um, there's very few of them around D.C., thank God, you know, but obviously yeah, yeah. I, I, know, I know a good few of the agents that are on um, the behavioural unit uh, they drink in my bar, actually. So, no way. Um, yeah, so, you know, every now and then you'd have... But they, they feel free to natter with someone else's law enforcement versus Joe Soap, you know? Uh, okay, so, like, if, if myself and Saoirse showed up at the bar and we were like, here, I'll have a pint, and you could point one out, they wouldn't be too... for You know, they wouldn't be volunteering too much info. No, no. Not, well, certainly not about cases which are ongoing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Fair enough, actually. Yeah, if you're like, Whoop, whoopsie. Mm. No, but I just, I just, we mentioned this once or twice on the show before as well. It's like, we're all fascinated with it and I'm, I'm trying to think like, is it healthy? You know what I mean? Is it healthy to be this obsessed with so much uh, true crime that's going around? I think one of the advantages of, of the crime shows and especially like the SVUs and, and, um, and the show you're watching is that it makes people aware that there are people out there like that and that any of the um, any any of the traits which these people show that you might be more aware to oh Jesus this isn't right you know why is he tickling my kids' feet in school 
um, you know, the school teacher. You probably haven't gotten to that one yet, Cormac. Nope. But, uh, yeah, that's one of them, you know, and it's like, it's, it's good for parents. It's definitely good for women, you know, to be aware that there are these freaks and nut jobs out there. And um, any time, you know, as they say over here, keep your head in the swivel and always watch your six. It's good advice. Yep. Good advice. Well, listen, we'll we'll move on from serial killers. I just wanted to open up with something dark and heavy before <laughs> we moved on to anything else. But um, apart from working on a, and and chatting to lads working on on different serial killer cases or behavioural unit cases, any crack your end of the world the last couple of weeks? Yeah, we had a bit of scandal last night. Actually, we had um, down here at the wharf where my PC pub is. There's a huge music venue called the Anthem, and the fellow who owns it. Um, very prominent in the music scene in DC. He's several large venues. And he just got locked up yesterday for soliciting a prostitute. Um, and and he was like Mr. Clean, good good guy. Oh, really? Um, so, yeah, he apparently went into a... And I know the guy very well. Like He's given me free tickets to shows. So um, I hope he gets bailed out so I can get more free tickets. <laughs> Jesus. But, uh, <laughs> Let's hope it's not true. Let's be served. <laughs> Ah no, seriously, it was very, it was very normal. He was at a massage parlor, and um, he said to the girl, uh, "There's your money." It was like 185 dollars for the massage, and he left 600 dollar bills down. And he said, uh, "Could you go a bit higher, and I'll give you the rest of this?" And she said no, and she finished the massage early. And then he said, "Can you come to my house tomorrow, and uh, I'll pay you double?" And she went to the police, and the police set up a sting operation, and they got her to call him. And uh, he basically told her what he wanted. And then she said, come to me. And uh, then he got the lovely bracelet <gasps> that he had to wear. Hang on, is that not and like entrapment? Yeah. It, it isn't if you've committed a crime. Uh, so if you if, if, it's, uh, if someone comes forward saying that they were, um, you know, that they were approached for illegal prostitution and they're not a prostitute, then it's not. Now he'll only he'll get a misdemeanor. It, like it happened in the state of Maryland, right? So I can see. So the law there is like it's a ten thousand dollar fine, and it's a misdemeanor with um, I think actually a five thousand dollar fine and misdemeanor with um, a chance of ten years in prison. Oh God! Of course, and they're now saying there may be more victims, and they want them to come forward. So uh, I think you might have the Rocky Horror Show there next. For oh the no! Next Ooh, that yeah. doesn't sound good. Pretty bad from all right, you mm. know. God, yeah, no, because um, there's always I know there's different, isn't? I don't know what it's like here, but different laws around the whole entrapment thing. But yeah, yeah I didn't realize. Yeah, he had he had kicked it off with the whole asking yeah. for the illegal thing. So then they were like, right, here we go. Yeah, yeah, and to tell you the truth, I'd be all on for um, legalizing the sex trade in DC because. You know, um, if you legalise it, it's going to stop the human trafficking. Because in the majority of areas around D.C., um, there's an awful lot of it going on. They, they closed down a, a very well-known hair salon just outside of D.C. in Virginia. And uh, the woman was Asian, and it was like a nail and hair salon that was fairly well-known. Yeah. And apparently, um, in the back room, she had a group of girls working, doing extracurricular activities. Mm. And uh, they were all basically here working for free and she was just feeding them so um you know i think if they legalized at a certain extent of it and um, it would help prevent these girls being put into slavery basically you know yeah and there's much of that i imagine that there's a lot of that goes on in washington the rich and the powerful over there kind of want this kind of stuff 
Oh, you wouldn't believe it. Like, they, they shut down the two major sites there a couple of months ago. I know one guy I know was crying when they shut them down um, <laughs> because uh, they were, like, basically, uh, you know, advertising prostitution and everyone was, you just called a number and there you go, they came to you, you came to them. And the, the days of the street walkers are gone. Like, when I first moved over here, you'd go down 14th Street, you'd see, and you'd come across two, 300 hookers. And... Uh, of all uh, sizes and sexual orientation walking down the street. And now you don't see any because it's all call service, you know? Yeah, it's all gone online as well. Ironically, we were chatting to a guy last night who's developed an app which is yeah. pretty much like the Uber for escorts and prostitutes so that you can book your escort via the app and you can see as they're making their way to you and you can confirm the booking and do all that stuff. And what they were saying last night is they're trying to work with a lot of charities and agencies just so that they can, as you said, make it a bit safer for a lot of the women that kind of, kind of work there independently. But mm. yeah, uh, I, I imagine it's mad. So that's an interesting story we'll have to keep an eye on over there. Apart from people being sent down for, for prostitution, anything else notable worth uh, worth chatting about before we let you go? Well, I had my first uh, taste of being a gynecologist uh, uh, on the weekend there. Um, and one thing I do want to shred is uh, <laughs> sellers who wear salmon shorts, salmon-coloured shorts with their collars up. Um, oh, God. We had, a gr- we had a group of these bellends that were in drinking. They were all overage. And uh, all of a sudden, one of them came up and they said, our friend's stuck in the toilet, you know. So I said, yeah, no bother. I said, I'll go in. They were banging. And we've automatic lights in the toilet, so they'll go off after you know, the sensor motion light. Yeah. And it was pitch dark in the toilet, so they got the old Black & Decker out and uh, opened up the door, and there was this girl smiling at me um, and winking and the whole lot and not a screed of clothes on. <gasps> so, um, Stop. I had to I had to ask her to, to uh, put the old robe on and then promptly kick them all out. <laughs> but I, I have noticed that Anyone who wears those shorts, I just want to kick out straight away. Or those <laughs> yeah. trousers, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Okay, yeah, that's it, fine. It's, it's like me with the, the no socks, guys that wear no socks. It's just sure. can't deal. Oh, that's no. horrible. I don't care how nice a person you are, but I'm not, no. Um, Mark, I take it that that woman was obviously severely intoxicated when she went into the bathroom, but any inclination as to why she took off her clothes? Well, I'd say there was a little bit of the old Odlum's flower uh, put up the nose as well, you know what I mean? I don't think it was all out. Yeah, it was, it, was, yeah. it was snowing in the cubicle for the weather was That's a bit right. bad. Yeah, south raising flower. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't good at all, you know. Because uh, what can you do with today's day and age? Oh, she just she just had enough, right? Okay, well, listen, Eva, we, we shred that for, We're gonna shred for, that for for Mark now. Lads, and what was it? Salmon shorts with their collar up. And game girls over. Who wear no clothes in the bathrooms? Yeah, there we go now. Job done. Lovely stuff. God. Uh, okay, so they'll never enter your bar ever again. So don't worry. There we go. No, no. Bad things Jesus, will happen no. to them. Right, well, listen, uh, Mark, um, we'll let you go. So thanks a million for popping on again this evening. An interesting few days you've, you've definitely had, and mm. we uh, we might chat you again uh, in, in the next week or so. No bother. I'm going out to buy my dildo T-shirt now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you one over, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, XL. XL, XL, of course, XL. Listen, Mark, take it easy. We'll chat you again. All right, lads, take care. Good bye, 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 bye. bye, bye, bye. bye, bye. <laughs> That's the sound of the police. <laughs> 
That is obviously our American policeman, barman, Mark. If you're ever over in Washington, sit down and chat with him because I'd say the stories. Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment at all. Actually, so, we should go over there and have a chat with him. I'd love to go. I've never been to Washington, so. Uh, no, I definitely go there now. We'll go over, sit down, have a have a chat with him. Okay, so what we want to do next on the show is talk about those things your parents have caught you doing. The most embarrassing things your parents, your mom or your dad may have caught you doing, probably back in the day when you were living at home and... You've been bold. You've been bold. The reason we're talking about this is because a girl by the name of Ella, you'll hear from her in a moment, she's going to be on the line, she sent a picture to her mother and unfortunately the picture of her bedroom, there was two things still attached to the bed that she didn't realise she forgot to get rid of and her mother was slightly shocked. Yeah. She'll tell you what they were in a few moments' time but do let us know this evening now what is the most embarrassing or the worst thing your mother or your father has ever caught you doing. Maybe it was being bold and underage fizzy drinking when you really shouldn't have been and you got caught for maybe having a gaff party or doing things. Everything. I've been caught doing absolutely everything. <laughs> like literally, I was the worst teenager of all time. Hands down. She said it a number of times and uh, yeah. Well, you have to get noticed in a large family somehow. Exactly, I was a middle child. I was making noise, you know? You were like the monkey with the small... Yes, I actually was. Making a lot of noise. So let us know. uh, And if you want to text us and uh, and you want to remain anonymous, that is fine as well. 087-6797-104. We will get to that and Ella will be on the line to tell you more about what exactly she left on the bed and... (laughs) and uh, how her mum reacted to seeing that picture. That's on the way for you next... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.